The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Level 2. Is it level 2 already? Quickest underneath me since Sports Talk Radio. Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. All right, it's 5-5, top of the seventh inning right now. San Diego and San Francisco. The drama continues. And as we stated, a big-time game. Really, you could argue that San Diego season already on the brink. Remember the John Feinstein book, season on the brink. Um, their season is on the brink uh, right now. They need to win this game. They can't lose this game. They already imploded, but it's not too late. Right, it's how you finish. Vanessa Williams said it best. Save the best for last. And then you went and saved the best for last. The Los Angeles Dodgers could be tied with San Francisco. Come on, San Diego. Do it for yourselves. Do it for Los Angeles. Do it for Marenzi. <laughs> All right, so Andrew McKinnis going to step up and in and, uh, and kick it with us. Great stuff uh, with uh, with Frank Schwab. Can you believe that though? The Kansas City Chiefs, what they're one eleven and one against the spread. What a run! No one talks about that. They don't win by margins, and now they're laying what is it six six and a half, six six and a half to the to the Chargers. So we'll get you caught up to date with what's going on on the diamond uh, here in the late night hours. We gave it to Yankees uh, earlier tonight on game time decisions. Uh, Yankees uh, minus one and a half. They win seven one. Uh, big win. So Boston wins. Boston wins. The Yankees win. The Blue Jays win. We've got a logjam. We've 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 got uh, we've got a logjam. And I tell you what, the most resilient team in baseball this year. Like if you look at all these teams, like that are competing right now. All right. Like let's let's look at the uh, let's look at the wild card standings here. All right, like the Boston Red Sox, you're no Cinderella story, all right? You guys aren't spending as much money as you uh, as you used to just because you're cheap and you're greedy and you want to get richer. Um, the Toronto Blue Jays, Blue Jays are a fun young team, but the Blue Jays are owned by a one of the biggest corporations in the world. They literally have billions of dollars, okay, um, in Rogers groups. Like, it's not like the Blue Jays are like some sort of like Cinderella story. The Yankees, well, whatever, it's the Yankees. The Seattle Mariners. Like, they, like who the hell do the Mariners have on their team? How the hell are the Mariners, like, still hanging around right now? And I don't know if it's going to be enough. They're three games back now of the wild card. So the updated wild card standings, the Boston Red Sox starting to build a little bit of a cushion. They're, they're up by a game and a half right now. So they're plus one and a half. They'd be in. They would host the wild card game. 
if the playoffs started today, the Toronto Blue Jays would uh, go to Boston in the wild card. The Yankees are a half game back right now, and Seattle are a three back, and so are Oakland. So you want to talk about uh, condition, critical, quiet ride style, that's where we're at right now. You know, So Boston wins, Toronto wins, Yankees win, Mariners win, Oakland lose. Not good. Not good. Like we said, you can't. You, if you're going to lose, you can't afford to lose two days in a row at this time of the year. You lose two days, like you lose two games and stuff in two days, you're screwed. It's the Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. It's level two. We're not uh, done yet. We're just getting the party uh, started here. Andrew McKinnon is going to step up and then we're going to talk football uh, with McKinnon. So we'll keep our uh, eyes on what's going on on the diamond. The Los Angeles Dodgers have beaten the Colorado Rockies 5-4 final score. San Francisco and San Diego are tied at five uh, right now. Tied at five, and there's a lot of tension in San Diego, and rightfully so. Season is on the line. This is a must-win baseball game. It's a must-win series. And the San Francisco Giants, despite how good they have been this year, it's amazing they could find themselves in a wild card, right? The Los Angeles Dodgers have been stalking San Francisco for, like, it's seemingly forever. And, you know, the San Francisco Giants are like Andre the Giant. It's like trying to outdrink Andre the Giant. And Andre the Giant once famously drank like 126 beers on a, on a plane ride uh, once. And I think they're, uh, they're exaggerating, actually. There's no way he, only, he drank 126. He probably drank like 186, <laughs> to be honest. I think they're, they're, I think they're like, wow, well, don't tell people he really drank 218 beers. But that's like they we're trying to outdrink Andre the Giant. So San Diego, it's not going to be easy, but we're pulling for you uh, right now because I am a Dodger fan, and I have a lot of money on the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, to win the division, and I've got money on the Dodgers to win the World Series, and I sure as hell don't want to have to deal with the St. Louis Cardinals uh, in some sort of wild card game. And even, you know, even as it is, if you're San Francisco or Los Angeles, you still have to play each other after. All right, you'd still have to play each other. Oh, oh, oh! We had a deep, uh, we had a deep ball. Machado nearly just uh, took one deep. I thought, it, I thought it was gone, and I should know my screen, so I didn't tell you guys. Oh, that's gone, but I was like, oh, that that's. <laughs> it was like, it was one of those fly balls. It was like, well, it's it's back, 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 back. And it just sort of died. It just died. I think Machado thought it was gone. It was about three, four feet. It's warning track right in front of the wall, but really, like, high. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Welcome to the bullpen day. Hello. Hi. Derek, uh, this indoor soccer is a new sport. Could you tell us something about it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's soccer played indoors, like in a hockey rink. Sort of soccer hockey. <laughs> Boy, that's an interesting combination. Well, what are the rules? I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I see. How does your team look? Uh, mostly Venezuelan. Great. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moran, so we're throwing it down. It's the Twisted Tuesday. We're waiting on Andrew McCannish. He'll join us in a couple of moments. Uh, we've got Steve Merrill a little bit uh, later on. We'll talk some college football for you, college football better. We'll get into some NFL talk, of course, throughout the evening as well. 5 5 uh, right now, San Diego and San Francisco. We just discussed Manny Machado. Nearly just went deep, man. It was deep warning track, deep uh, right center field. And. It was one of those deals that wasn't just like a warning track, like sort of fly ball. It was like close to going over the, like it was the level of the wall type thing. And he's already hit two home runs. It would have been his third home run. So Manny Machado called out Fernando Tatis, uh, obviously, Jr. Um, you know, Fernando, Fernando Tatis Sr. was actually on the Expos when I did the, uh, the postgame show. He was the third baseman. Fernando Tatis. And Vladimir Guerrero was on the team, too. And now their kids are, like, uh, killing it uh, right now. Vlad Jr. was always around, but I never saw I never saw Tatis. I never, like, Tatis Jr. was never around. Like, Fernando Tatis, he was on the Expos, I don't know, for, like, what, two years, a year and a half, two years? Remember he got traded, I think it was from St. Louis, after he hit all those, did he hit two grand slams in a game? Um, but, so, yeah, so Machado calls out Tatis, and... Um, this is how you respond. Manny Machado is doing what he can do right now. You know what I'm saying? You're playing one of the best teams in baseball. Your season's on the line. You're in a must-win situation. You step up. You hit two home runs. You nearly go deep again. Manny Machado is doing everything in his power not to let this slip away uh, for San Diego. So we're going to the top of the eighth inning. So just me or has this been a long game too? <laughs> like the drama is big, man. Like, this is big for San Diego. It's big for everybody. It's big for San Diego for their wild card chances. It's big for San Francisco because the Dodgers are a half game back right now. And I guarantee you the Dodgers are in their hotel all watching this. Right? Like, it's real. Like I said, it's got a March Madness feel to it. And all fans, like, I can feel the tension. I'm a Dodger fan. I'm tense right now watching this game. San Diego fans, man, I'm looking. I'm watching it right here. The sound's down, man. The stadium looks tense. <laughs> if you're a San Francisco Giant fan, you know in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, as good as this year has been, we're about to lose the division to the Dodgers, aren't we? Right? The Dodgers are about to take this thing over, aren't they? 
right? So everybody, there's a lot of tension with the players and the fans. You got to love it. You got to love it. We often talk about, about, you know, a lot of players, they don't care. It's about their stats and stuff. But that's what separates the good teams uh, from the others and the passionate teams. There's certain franchises that you just sort of have to win with uh, or at least, you know, try to win. And, um, you know, you look at San Diego. San Diego's all in, man. San Diego put a ton of money into this team, right? They traded away a lot of prospects. Like, they've done a lot to, to build now. And they're in the now. San Francisco's kind of a surprise. And L.A., well, the L.A. Dodgers' expectation is high, and they're defending World Series champions. So great stuff. We'll keep our eye on this. I don't have any money on this game, but I kind of do because I have money on the Dodgers to win a division. And there's not a lot of room for error here. So, And I do believe L.A. is going to win a division, but we need San Diego to help us out and win. You know what? Let's do it. We've had a good night tonight. We've, you know, we got a lot of the money back from our baseball losses last night and the Lion game. Um, we did all right in the Lion game. It was baseball that got me, but we're all in on San Diego, so let's just take it. God, I hate betting against San Francisco, even though I hate them, <laughs> if that makes sense. I hate betting against them, even though I hate them. You, you, you don't make money betting against these guys this year. It's like poison. I'd rather take that horse dewormer uh, than, than bet against these guys. But I just bet against them. So I guess give me some of that. Uh, call, get Joe Rogan on the line. Give me some of that horse worm stuff. Right, this is tense. So yeah, we just took San Diego. Minus 120 in game. Now, this is like a soul. Like, I got the Dodgers. Now I'm just pulling for, like, it's almost like the double down here. <laughs> it's like the, the double down. So yeah, we're on uh, we're on uh, San Diego to to win this baseball game. So I asked uh, I asked people on Twitter who your favorite play by play guys were, and we're getting a lot of great responses actually, and quite quite a few that I agree with, some that I disagree with, but we're getting a lot of uh, we're getting a lot of good responses, and it's interesting to see. Who uh, who you guys like and don't like, at least on Twitter here. And let me refresh this because uh, we've got a lot of uh, we're getting a lot of love for Gus Johnson, Bobby in Chicago, Bobby, uh, Bobby in Chicago, big fan of Gus Johnson. Thinks Gus Johnson's one of the best in the biz. Our boy Y two Casey, all time. Vince Scully and Howard Cosell. Well, he's kicking it old school. Jesse the Body with Gor- Gorilla Monsoon. Wow. Where's Randy Peterson? The PBA? Uh, Alexander the Great says Gus Johnson. A lot of love for Gus Johnson. Bob Cole. Bob Cole gets uh, is getting some love. And uh, Brent Musburger. Darcy. Uh, Darcy the Brewer fan says Brett Musburger, Gus Johnson, Kevin Harlan, Ian Eagle, Mike Breen, Bill Rafferty, Vern Lundquist, Jack Edwards. Well, Jack Edwards, well, that's where we're going to have to disagree. Chris Berman, least popular, Dick Vitale, Booger McFarland, Max Kellerman, Matt Shepard. Well, you don't like ESPN, evidently, Darcy. Now, listen, Darcy. 
You're my man, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, how can anyone not like uh, Dick Vitale? It's March Madness, baby. This is great stuff. Come on, how do you not love uh, like Dickie V? I'm a big Dickie V fan. Even though we said play by play, Booger McFarland, Booger McFarland's good. I got no beef. I got no beef with Max Kellerman. He can, he does a great job with football. I actually think, and I listen. I don't have a problem. Problem. I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with uh, with Steve Levy. You know what I find though? Like Joe Tessitore. Remember, so Joe Tessitore was doing Monday Night Football, right? And my problem with Joe. I think Joe Tessitore is good, but Joe Tessitore is better for college. Joe Tessitore gets too excited and too hyped up about every damn play, and that doesn't work. It that doesn't work in. Um, with professional sports, but it works like Tessitore's good, but I think Tessitore's better for college, and they've got um, they've got like Chris Fowler doing the college stuff, right, with Herb Street, and Herb Street's great, but they've got Fowler doing it. I personally, I would mix it up. I think Steve Levy should be on on the college, and Fowler should be doing Monday Night Football. I think Fowler should be doing like Fowler. I think is probably their best guy as far as play by play, as far as current guys. You know, we're getting a lot of hate. People are on oh, Joe Buck because I said Joe Buck's great. Joe Buck is great, dude. You know how difficult it is to do football and baseball as as solidly as he does. The late night anger management class. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. To bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it.
Late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morency. Uh, apologies to all the Andrew McInnes fans. We're, we're incapable of taking a phone call. It's just, it's asking too much. Don't ask for that. So, whatever. Um, it is it is what it is. It's the Twisted Tuesday. It's a little early in the week to deal with this, but I guess not because it's pretty much a daily and nightly occurrence, isn't it? Um, so I guess I don't know why I'm saying that it's early in the week. It's pretty much all week, every week, every day, every year. <laughs> like It's like Groundhog Day over again. Uh, it's like Groundhog Day over again. Like at this point, I actually think I'd rather listen to Maroon 5. Uh, then live this over and over and over and over and over and over again. I feel like, uh, I really do feel like uh, like Bill Murray. <laughs> As I stated, it's a miracle I'm not a bigger alcoholic than I already am. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in this, in this, um, in this, uh, in this business that I'm in. All right, so what's going on here in uh, San Francisco and San Diego? It's uh, 5-5, and the drama continues to build uh, here. 5-5, San Diego's at bat in the, in the bottom of the eighth inning. I told you we jumped on San Diego. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just so big. Their season's on the line. It's like a playoff game. Their season's on the line. The Dodgers could be tied with San Francisco if uh, San Diego wins. And if San Diego wins, it gives them a little momentum going into tomorrow as well and going down uh, going down the stretch. This is one of these games, too, especially like the fact that it's tied now and the fact that you blew the lead, um, that's not good, right? The fact you did come back, but you're blowing the lead. Like, you know, this is this is the gut punch. You know what I mean? It's like one of those games. San Diego and Los Angeles played one of these games earlier in the year, actually, and it was like 17 innings or whatever it was, maybe longer. I remember it was, it was man, it was one of the few games where the game was still going on when we were on. All right? It was still going on when we were on. And I was like, wow, like it's like 4 in the morning Eastern time and stuff like that. Like we're on the West Coast, but I remember thinking it was like 4.30. It went on forever. You remember that game? And... The Dodgers won the game, and it was one of those gut-punch type of games if you're San Diego that you lost. San Diego have had a lot of the gut punches so far this year along the way. The trade deadline day, they were supposed to get Max Scherzer. Next thing you know, Max Scherzer's a Dodger, and oh yeah, Max Scherzer's like about to win the Cy Young, right? And not only that, then the Dodgers get Trey Turner as well, just to compound it. Tatis gets hurt later in the day. San Diego have had a ton of injuries to deal with, but... We've seen this before in baseball. It's very rare, guys, that a team that is sort of built rapidly and comes together so fast wins right away. You sort of need you sort of need to suffer. You know what I mean? Like uh, learn how to lose, know how to win type stuff. Like the, I've said this about the Toronto Blue Jays. Like the Blue Jays have a lot of fun. And they're all smiling and laughing all the time and stuff, but it's not fun if you don't make the playoffs, guys. Right? So there's, there's, I, you know, you have to learn. It's almost like betting, actually, really. And, you know, listen, bettors were stupid, uh, very, very stubborn people that will make the same mistakes often over and over and over again. 
That's pretty much, uh, you know, that's the theme of the world. Everybody sucks, all right? <laughs> that's the, <laughs> including me. We all do. Um, but, you know, like we have to make a million mistakes, especially in betting. It's taken me a long time, and I still, I haven't slipped up in a little while, i got to be honest. I haven't had that, like, slip up, like, oh, man, like, oh, that was a bad two weeks. What the hell was I thinking, right? Um, but the reason is because I don't like losing now. You know, and honestly, before, when I was younger, I didn't like losing, but I didn't care. I'd be like, yeah, whatever, I lost, I'll get it back. Or, you know what I mean? I got this thing going on, I got that going on, and yeah. But unless you, like, hate to lose, you'll lose. You've got to, like, teach yourself to hate to lose. And that can sort of condition you and help you not bet on every game. You know, listen, I, I, I get in that fever, you know, feeling sometimes, but... Now I like, I used to like every game. Now I hardly like any games. So it's, I don't know. And I've been doing better with this attitude because you know you're always going to end up doing something degenerate anyways. You're always going to have an impulse buy, right? If there's like 58 games on Saturday and you like six of them, it means you're going to end up betting 12 of them, right? Like there's going to be that, oh, late at night, what's on? You know what I mean? Dude, I didn't want to bet some of those Saturday night games that were, were going on, on on this past Saturday, but... Yeah, it's the, you know, they're on TV. It's Saturday night. And unless you got an active social life like Andrew McInnes does, then you're going to be at home betting on sports. Do we have McInnes now? What's up, Gabe? Mr. McInnes. How you doing, Andrew? Doing good, Gabe. And believe me, my friend, I'm doing the exact same thing sometimes, too. I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, what you just said there I mean, makes a lot of sense to me. You know, I think people have to hate to lose more than they love to win. And when you start doing that, that's when you start seeing winners come in. And uh, yeah, it took yeah. me a long time to learn that too. And it's such a weird expression, but hating to lose, just dreading a loser uh, instead of getting so excited about a winner. Is yeah, the, the fear. Have have. The fear yeah. of the, lo- the loss, that, that it makes you sick, exactly, right? Like, ugh, I can't believe I lost. And you know what it is, though, too? And I, I was, I've been guilty of this as well, dude is in my life, and I say this as sort of advice to younger people tuning in that bet all the time and maybe you know, have bad weeks or get carried away, etc., is I never really respected the dollar either. Like, so even now, like, I'm not, I'm not like a material-driven person, all right? Like, I never have been. So I'm not driven, like, I don't have Rolexes and stuff. I could buy this and that, but, like, I'm not driven by sort of material goods, right? So at the same point in time, it's hurt me, McKinnis, because I'm like, ah, whatever, it's only money. I don't even care about money, right? I'm like, ah, it's only money, but you don't care about money. But then you're down $14,000. It's not about caring about money. And then, you know, you're breaking up with your girlfriend. You got problems with your rent. <laughs> like, And your life is falling apart because you didn't care about money, right? And then it's bigger than that. Like, so what are you doing? Like, you just want to sign these checks away all the time or just give people money and like, you know, lose. And then the other thing McKinnis is I say to people and we all get it right. You want the rush of action. Oh man, the rush. Oh, it's NFL Sunday, man. I'm going to bet this game. I'm going to bet that game. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So is the rush of action worth the agony of defeat and the loss of the money? Or is discipline betting and saying, you know what? No, these are the only games I like. And I'm not trying to be one of those guys that says, oh, I don't bet the game because it's only on TV. I bet the TV games, but I'll, I'll bet smaller units on it. But I'm just stating, like, if you don't hate to lose, you'll lose. 
or if you don't respect the dollar that much, fine. And I'm not saying you should be like, you know, Gordon Greco and money hungry, but if you don't like care about losing money, then you'll lose the money. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think it's, it's the yeah, way of putting it. I am. So how you doing tonight, McKenzie? All right. I think like, like, like Gabe, we, yeah, doing good, man. Uh, just one play tonight, had the J, so exciting game. Good job. Sweaty at the end. But, uh, yeah, kept it simple with just one play and, you know, kind of uh, works towards the, the, you know, chat we were just having. You know, I just sat back, didn't have to worry about ten plays tonight, five plays, just the one. Turn the TV on to one channel and, and, and watch the Jays game. So I, I get it. I get what you're saying. And also, I think let's flash back, Gabe, to about, you know, a year and a half ago or a year. You know, what are you and I betting on this right now? You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and no NFL, no NHL, no NBA. What are we betting? You know, what are we – I mean, I took up the KBO. I researched it. But I'll tell you one thing. I yeah, I'm disappointed in you, though. The NFL, I'll bet more on an NFL prop pick than I probably ever would have in my life because there was nothing else on. Or the NFL draft, I mean. You know, so sometimes yeah, – But I'm disappointed in you, McKinnis. You, uh, you hooked up with the KBO while your girlfriend was away. And then as soon as your girlfriend got back, you dumped the KBO like some some mistress in the night. <laughs> That's what you did. You know what's funny, Gabe? You did. You should have. You did. All over the KBO. You're not all over the KBO anymore. So it goes to show you didn't really love the KBO. I respect the call out because you're right. You know what? I told people on Twitter, I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And uh, at least I said, I, you know, I tweeted out. I said, you know what? Right now, I'm not in it. And, you know, I thought that because it went so well, well, it was going on, and nothing else was, it was going to be like, yeah, I'll slide right back. Okay, so let me ask I'll, you then. I'll have picks for that. And... Go ahead. So let, me ask, so let me ask you then. So you were, you were doing well with the KBO, right? You, did, you had a good year with it. So right. have you done better in every other sport than the KBO? You know what I'm saying? So, like, you ignored the KBO to bet on hockey. You ignored the KBO to bet on baseball, Major League Baseball. You even, like, have you done better with Major League Baseball than the KBO? No, not so far, no. <laughs> See? You well, should be well, betting the no, KBO. The truth is, no, but the truth is, though, Gabe, the truth is it's I got slammed to start KBO, and then once I, like, <laughs> really learned it and started putting a lot of time into it, that's when I started absolutely crushing it. So, you're right. Uh, but let's be honest here. I'm not only capping one of these sports, you know. So um, I get what you're saying, and uh, I thought about it. But there was just so much going on with the other, with the mainstream sports that I already covered that I couldn't give more time to a sport that I never used to cover and just took up during a pandemic. So I think I think well, one thing during the pandemic was there was always something going on. Um, there, there was, right? Like, there's a soccer. It's sort of like it's happy hour always somewhere in the world. There's always a there's soccer game going on somewhere in the world. Late night anger management class. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, they don't call it sports rage for nothing. This is sports rage. I am Marenzi. 5-5 in his baseball game still. Wow. Ugh, it's really going to be one of these nights, isn't it? It's going to be one of these nights. We're sweating it out right now. San Francisco's got something going on. We got Andrew McKinnis finally uh, on the line with his hard man to track down, actually. But uh, he's checking in on his own dime uh, right now. So we're going to talk fast with McKinnis. So, hey, McKinnis, you see that uh, Jim Houston is retiring. Uh, yeah, longtime yeah. hockey uh, broadcaster. And uh, I said Chris Cuthbert and uh, Kenny Albert. Kenny Albert does a great job now. Chris Cuthbert uh, does a great job. Cuthbert, but uh, like who's your favorite uh, play-by-play hockey guy? I like uh, Bob Cole. Bob Cole was actually one of my favorite with uh, watching, listening to growing up. Bob Cole, uh, Chris Cuthbert, those two guys. Um, but CBC Hockey Night in Canada, Bob Cole was a legend. Uh, you know, growing up watching hockey for me. So uh, I like the way he called the game, and I, I think it was a unique style. So um, I'd say Bob Cole. Listen, Bob Cole's great, um, but in Montreal. People thought Bob Cole was a big release homer, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm on the air, man. And we're in the studio, and there was, like, a girl literally, like, six feet away from me, okay? And she's, like, doing sports updates, like, on the 20s or 40s or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, sports updates. Right. But we used to have a lot of different people. I was on, like, 8 at night till midnight or something. So, and we go through all these different update people and stuff all the time, and... I sort of gave up on learning their names half the time, right? I was like, yeah, hey, whatever. Now we're going for a sports update, right? So we have a sports update. So her name's Ashley Cole. And so I'm taking calls, man, and people are ripping the hell out of Bob Cole and stuff, okay? People are, like, ripping him. Like, this Bob Cole guy, he's all day. I'm wearing a senile old man. And people, like, we're paying, like, like, this guy and his stupid homer. He's a big Leafs homer. I can't take it anymore. People are going at it. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. You guys don't like Bob Cole very much. 
And I'm like, all right, we'll be back after this break. We're going to get an update. And I sort of realized that I go from Ashley Cole. So we go to the break, and I look over to her, and I go, uh, Ashley Cole. And I said, ah, I said, we're just talking about Bob Cole, man. I said, that's, and I never thought this. I never put two and two together because I'm an idiot. I said, we, we, were just, we were just talking about this, and... Uh, she goes, yeah, he's my grandfather. <laughs> it was like, it was, it was his granddaughter. People are sitting there. Oh, great. San Francisco have taken a lead. Of course they have. Oh, God. So let me ask you Throw this, Renzi. Did you think of her any different after you found that out? Did you treat her any different, or it was the exact same person to you? No, no, no. She was cool. <laughs> she was good. She was good. I don't know where she is now. Uh, she was like a hipster uh, type. But she, she was good, though. Um I'm just I'm just throwing it back here. Like really, they got a little bloop. There was a play at the plate. It was kind of close, but oh man, it would have been out. But the ball came out. Oh my god! Why did I bet on San Diego? All right, so let's let's get into this, McKinnis. Let's let's talk some NFL, and we'll get into some uh, some CFL. Andrew McKinnis wager talk in the house uh, with us. I was just telling about not forcing things, McKinnis. I just jumped on this game because it's 5-5, and I'm getting all into it. Um, <laughs> all right. Patriots-Saints. Interesting game. Patriots laying three. What's your take? Who you got? I like the Saints, plus three. Uh, I think it's uh, one of those spots where we've seen one great game from them. Obviously, it was a pretty bad game from Green Bay, and then one not-so-good game from New Orleans. So we've kind of seen uh, famous Jameis, and then we've seen not-so-famous Jameis. And so we'll see what we can get. Um, you know, in their third game. But New England, to me, fresh off a game against the Jets, we saw Zach Wilson throw balls pretty much to the Patriots players for four interceptions. I'm just not as big into the Patriots as everybody seems to be. You know, people love throwing these trends out, Gabe, about the Patriots, but forget that those trends were all when Brady was the quarterback. So they're going to run the ball. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what happens to them against a team that has capability you know, of going downfield and making explosive plays like the Saints do. And keep in mind, some offensive coaches were out uh, for that game for the Saints. It just seemed like a bad game for them. So I think they'll bounce back and keep the game close. You know, I liked um, I like Jameis Winston. Yeah, you know, I, I think he's a capable quarterback and stuff. But at the same point in time, he doesn't learn. Like, he doesn't get it. Like, I watched the game, and I had the Saints against the Panthers because I'm an idiot. It was like one of my few losses on Sunday afternoon only. But, you know, ill-advised throws. Like, you know what I mean? You know, McKenzie, it's like he's about to get sacked and he throws the ball with his left hand and stuff. It's like, why, bro? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Like, you've been in the league for years, bro. Like, what, 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 like, what are you doing? Is this high school? Like, you know, you're going down. You try to throw it. Like, there was another one. Like, he threw it up in the air once. Like... And I'm thinking to myself, like, really? Uh, like, wow, I defend you, but it's hard to defend you. And he, I know he threw the five touchdown passes in week one, but quite frankly, I could have thrown three of those. Everyone was wide open. So I have a hard time. You know, this is the jury still out game for me, McKinnis. It's a big game, right? I mean, like you said, this, are the Saints, you know, the, you know, the Saints coming off this loss, and then you get the Patriots, and who are the Pats? I'm leaning with the Patriots. So we have a healthy debate here. I don't trust Jameis Winston against Bill Belichick on the road in Foxborough. Like, if the game was at the Superdome, which, incidentally, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Uh, the roof was on fire today at the Superdome. It's one thing after another there. Um, I'm, I like the Patriots here. I like the Patriots, McKinnis. 
So we have a guaranteed win on the show tonight. McKinnis likes the Saints. I like the Pats. Guaranteed win. Sounds good to me. Look, I, I, let me ask you this. What have the Patriots done exceptionally well that's impressed you so far this year? Um, like, what's stuck out? Like, they've done things good. Like, run the ball, you know, take care of the ball. Uh, oh, they just – What they, have they done exceptionally well, one thing was exceptionally well. They won $500 for me last week against the Jets, so that's that was pretty exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty exceptional. I like that. I um, like no, but in week one... In, no, listen, in week one, McKinnis, they played the Miami Dolphins, and I was on the Dolphins in that game, and quite frankly, we got lucky to win that game. New England had the football. They were marching the ball late. They were about to kick a field goal to win the game, and they uh, they fumbled the ball. They were a fumble. The, the Patriots literally are a fumble away from being two and zero right now. And quite frankly, listen, the Saints coming into the year, I had my doubts about them due to their defensive. You know, they have all these new dudes, and and they don't have any wide receivers. And you got Jameis Winston, who's hit or miss. And then they, they, they crushed the Packers. I think maybe we're taking too much of that. Like I said, it's fascinating. It's a great, fascinating game to me, McKinnis, that who are these teams week three, right? I don't know. I'm not lying to you. I don't know. We're going to find out. But I trust well, the Patriots. Point, at, Gabe, right? I trust the Pats more than I do the Saints. I believe in Mac Jones, too. Well, the reason why we're, we're both saying it's a fascinating game and it's a big question mark game, so I'm not going to lay it with with. In that in a game like that, that's kind of my point. Is that if it's if it's a we'll watch and learn type of game, then I'm definitely going to try and learn, you know, by taking the dog, not the favorite. That's kind of what the way I look yep. at. It. And you know, I, I look. That's at why I took Dallas and, against uh, the Chargers because I was like, yeah, it's a toss-up game, so why not take the points? But I don't. Right. Look, I didn't look at this as a toss-up game. I looked at this McKinnis and said, yeah, I like the Patriots here. Look, you know, I, I've read reports that they're going to try and, um, you know, unleash the beast a little more this week with Mac Jones because they've, they've came out and said, you know, it's been a short leash so far, and thank God for the great running game they have. But I don't know, like, how great does that game, like, what's the score of that game last week if there's maybe two less interceptions, three? You know, let's say, let's say Wilson throws one INT. What's the score of that game? I remember you asked me last week in the under I gave you, uh, for a scoreboard prediction, how many points do you need from the Patriots to cover your spread? Oh, what was the total you gave us? Was the, was it was it the Raider game? Did you win? You won, right? Was yeah, it the it Raider was, game? It, it was. Yeah, it was. I remember I was laughing about it because it was the Niners and Eagles game. Okay. And I remember you asked me what the score is going to be, and I was like, "You're putting me on the spot," and you kind of laughed because you're like, well, "How am I putting you on the spot?" Because it's like the game you you, you told me to. Talk yeah, exactly. About. Yeah, yeah. I gave, I gave you a super low total, and then I was like, ooh, that's actually super low, and I bumped it up. And, then it, ended and up it was 17-11 in the end. Yeah. All right, so hey, you, you, you nailed it. Confident. Yeah, well, because I tell you something, don't listen to me. I'm an idiot. Like, stand strong. <laughs> like, hey, I'm, I'm just a loud <laughs> idiot. I'm not always right. Um, but I like the Patriots. I like the Patriots in this game. Uh, I'm just saying. How many saying. points are they going to score, though? How many points are the Patriots going to score? Patriots. In order to cover. That's a good point. Now, I'm not in love with laying three. You know, I hate that. I prefer the money line, but I think the Patriots win 24 20 type thing. Okay. In that ballpark? In that in that neighborhood? Uh, all right. All right. So a healthy, a healthy debate uh, on that game. All right. So let's let's move on to uh, another game that uh, McKinnis is uh, taking a look at uh, this week. The Chargers in Kansas City. 
Now, we talked about this game with Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports who joined us earlier. And um, he brought it up that the Chiefs are on a 1-11-1 ATS run right now. And we talk about it. Remember last year, they never won by more than six points ever. And now this year, it's the same thing. They won by four against uh, Cleveland. And now they just lost against Baltimore. Um, now they're laying six and a half. Updated number. I'm seeing six and a half at FanDuel right now. What's your opinion on the Chargers and the Chiefs? You know, two and ten last twelve games as a favorite. One and five last six at home as a favorite. So I don't want to hear anybody give me the home field advantage argument. Um, no, and I just don't trust their defense and even their O line. You know, you look back all these spreads that they weren't covering. A lot of it's because Mahomes doesn't have an hour to sit back there in the pocket. Um, so I'll take the points with a team that I think will compete a lot. Maybe they won't win as many games as some might think and Chargers fans might think. They'll compete. Uh, we're going to cover some spreads this year. I want to I mention a prop as well, uh, Gabe. I, I don't have the number now that it's going to be out, but I just want to bring people's attention. I'll be betting a lot this year on uh, Chargers' Justin Herbert over on pass attempts. Um, some guys will look at completions, but some guys pass attempts. So far, obviously, just through two games, averaging 44 pass attempts per game. And last year, whole season averaged 39.2. And I can almost promise averaging 39.2 would have hit oh, well over 60%, more than that, yes, last sir, year yeah. on that prop. Um, you know, that, I, I took one on, and I lost on the weekend. One of the ones I lost with was Dak, and that was 39.5. And, and that was one of the highest I've ever seen. Um, but, you know, there's one, I see 33, 34, you know, somewhere around that number. So 44 pass attempts on average so far to start the season off uh, for Justin Herbert game. So just something to keep your eye out on. So you're going to take the Chargers plus the points and Herbert over pass attempts? Yes. All right. Uh, what about uh, the Chargers and uh, we got the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, we have another big game involving the Los Angeles uh, teams, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Rams, it's interesting, guys, because the Rams were minus one and a half at FanDuel all week. Now, suddenly, the Buccaneers are one and a half point favorites. So hang in here, McKinnis. We'll get McKinnis out in a couple of minutes. We'll get his thoughts on the Buccaneers and the Rams game. You guys know, and I'm in a weird spot because I'm, I'm not the Tom Brady's biggest booster, but I think the Buccaneers are going to win this football game. Uh, so I am, and yeah, I'm a little upset because I thought about jumping on, on a teaser the other night before this line moved because I thought the money would come in. And I want to get McKinnis' thoughts on the CFL. And what? We got a CFL game tomorrow? What the hell's going on? Late night anger management class is going on. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Thanks for coming, San Diego. Your season's over. San Francisco wins. Wow. I don't know why he jumped on that, but 6-5 final score. Andrew McKinnis, Wager Talk. Check him out, uh, McKinnis Picks on Twitter, wagertalk.com, wagertalk TV. So, uh, McKinnis, um, quickly on the Rams-Bucks game, and I want to get your take on the CFL because uh, handicaps the CFL, as do we. Um, so what's your what's your take on the Rams Bucks game? Like I said, I don't think I think the Rams defense a little bit overrated. I think they're top heavy. Aaron Donald's a badass, and Jalen Ramsey's really good. Uh, but Tampa are gonna have too many weapons. There's too many outlets. There's too many pieces, and Tom Brady doesn't lose games like this. I like the Buccaneers. I understand the live movement now. The Bucks are one and a half point favorites. Who you got? I like the Bucks just like you do, but. I'm actually choosing to go towards the under in this game. And it's not as much towards, you know, thinking teams' defenses are so top tier, which I do think they have some good defenses, but it's more so just strategy. You know, I, I think that uh, the game we saw, if we flash back to the Buccaneers-Cowboys game, that was just a back and forth, you know, no punting allowed type game. And, you know, some people are going to look at the Bucks' first two games and just say, hey, they're going to go, you know, hit the over in every one of their games of the season. It's not – it's not that way, and it's not even just about scoring. It's also about play calling and play types, and I expect for both these two teams to really take care of the ball, to run the ball, uh, maintain possession. I'm not saying they're not going to you know, throw the ball deep and take shots and make some big plays. We're looking at 55 and a half year game, so I'm on the under. I can't listen. Remember when the Rams played the, uh, the Patriots in the Super Bowl? I bet the over like a moron, and it was 13-3. Hey, after last week, McKinnis, I'm not questioning your, your, your calls anymore. You could tell me this game's going to be 6-3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not questioning you. So I don't know what the hell's going on in the CFL uh, with their schedule. It must be something to do with the television network. Um, but... Hamilton and Ottawa are playing on Wednesday night in Ottawa. Hamilton Tiger Cats, minus 7.5, 43.5. Friday night football. Toronto Argonauts, minus 3, hosting the Montreal Alouettes, total 46.5. And, and um, oh, man, it's going to be a good one, this one. It's basically a pick em. Saskatchewan, uh, the Rough Riders, and the Lions, man. The Lions are playing some really good football this year. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.